Why don't you lead us? Yeah, I'll I'll take you know. So, uh, <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about you know what the distinction listening, mm. you know what it is that, and there's a you know there's sort of the ordinary. First of all, there's a super ordinary relationship to listening we have, which is I hear you. Like hearing and listening are equated. Like that's the same. That's, I, I think that's way more normal than I give it credit for. I think you and I are relatively well educated and have trained and developed ourselves beyond, you know, where we are cognizant, mm. recognize, deal with the difference between hearing something and listening something. Yeah. Or actually, and then, so there's that, there's just the difference between hearing and listening. Yeah. yeah. You know, like active listening is sort of a buzzword and people understand that. I think that's a step up from hearing and listening are the same yeah. thing. And then there's the world of listening to versus listening for, mm. you know, when you're listening to someone talk, you're just, um, it's closer to hearing, but it's at least you're, you know, engaged. And then listening for is a, is a, um, a world where you're um, intentionally calling forth something from the person who's speaking. Mm. You know, you're taking a participatory role Mm. in their speaking by listening for usually the gold, listening for their greatness, listening for something coming out of them. And that begins to point to something about reality, well, really the nature of reality that you can listen for something and shift the way the world lives for the person speaking Mm. you know that's the way great coaches operate is that they listen for the greatness or listen for someone's performance and it actually shifts the performer just from the way the person who's listening and so this morning my being late to the call again uh you know uh was inconsistent with your expectation and how you listen me right Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that then points to a whole nother world. There's another world that's connected there around what's left in your listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And meaning, and I don't think people, you know, I mean, you and I, are, again, this is entirely out of our training with Landmark. And I don't actually understand how people function mm. in life effectively without some base level understanding that what is in your listening Mm. is constantly shaping Mm. the way others occur for you. Yeah. I I think most people live life like that person's a jerk and, or that person is arrogant or that person is whatever without ever dealing with, they are that way for me because in my listening, I have experiences with them in the past or even worse. I have experiences with people like them Mm. in the past. Yeah. And so therefore when I approach this person or when this person opens their mouth, I have an already way of listening to them. It's Mm. automatic that that's how they are. And I think most people live without any sense of responsibility that they have anything to do with that. Mm. And um, Mm. it's greatly, I mean, you know, I was thinking about it in the context of team leaders um, but there's a heavy duty lead into a conversation, right? Um, 
And so what I want, what I was thinking about for this conversation and why it came up as particularly funny that I was late is, um, you know, you were sharing that you were juggling being irritated about my being late because it's not the first time. Mm. And so what I've left in your listening is I'm unreliable on this. And that's inconsistent with the, what was already there. And so you have some other things to juggle about that. But when we're consistent, let's just use late as an example, but it doesn't yeah, have to yeah. be late. It could be uh, inconsiderate or it could be rude or it could be, you know, when we're generous or it could be any of the po- any positive attitude. When you're continuously or reliably or repeatedly one particular way or do one particular thing, you leave in the listening that experience of you. So when people approach you, you've trained them how to listen you. Mm. And, you know, if I say I'm going to be on time, I don't think, you know, you and I have enough background where I probably could get a, I could probably be on time one or two times right away and have it be fairly complete for you. But I was saying there's a woman on my team reliably two minutes late, three minutes late, you know, and who cares about two or three minutes, except it's indicative of her relationship to reality where those two or the details don't matter. And in my listening of her is that person is unreliable. Yeah. That's what's there. So she makes other promises. Mm. I find it difficult to listen to those promises Yeah, because she's been late and hasn't dealt with that. And, um, I was thinking about, uh, you should talk for a minute because I, I could, I could do, I could do another 30 minutes on this. So this I'm, I'm appreciating the way you're succinctly laying it out. I think it's super um, clear how you're saying it. And I, um, it's interesting just to think about the, I, I was having a total fit yesterday about the world and, you know, I just, um I, just, I was just angry. I was just angry yesterday. It was one of those days, you know? And, and so nobody could do anything right in my <laughs> mind. It wasn't like I was out, you know, <laughs> slaying people in the streets, but I was just in my room having a temper tantrum, like, you know, just unhappy about things. And and so as you're sharing it, what it's coming up for me, is just my, my listening, being responsible for my listening of how things go mm-hmm. impacts the experience I'm having right now. Like, that how I was listening to things yesterday really was creating my world. You know, like I just, and I could not get off it. I just was so tied up in being right about how, you know, the way I was hearing it was the way it is that it was really hard for me to shift anything yesterday, you know? Yeah. Yeah, And And I think sometimes that's easier. It's scarier with other people but it's easier with other people. Like it's when I'm in my own head about it and I'm, I listen to the world particular way, but I'm not, I'm not getting that out with anybody in particular. It's just me trying to fight my demons about it. It's very hard for me to, I just have to go take a nap or something to get past it. But like with you this morning, it was like, uh, as it was scarier for me because I don't like the conflict, but for me to say to you, this is in my space and for you to be responsible for it with it, um, immediately, you know, evaporated it for me. Well, that's, I mean, that's one thing about 
being responsible for both what's in your listening that you came to me with it, right? Rather than, right, you know, it's just the way it is, or it's just the way they are, or your relationship to it would be. That's just the way he is. Right. Right. You were dealt yeah, with. Yeah. No, this is, there's something in my listening. Mm-hmm. It's going to get in the way of whatever else we're building. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I have to articulate it and, and get this resolved one way or the other, because maybe what the outcome is, Hey, I'm never going to be on time. Mm-hmm. This call is not as important to me as it is to you. Mm-hmm. And at least then you could deal with that. Then we could decide to dissolve <laughs> it or whatever, right? But you, there'd be no more conflict. There would be right, just right. laying it out. But what yeah. was there was in my listening is, this is unequally yoked, <laughs> right? <laughs> I take this more seriously than he does. Uh-huh. This is, you know, uh, why is that? I'm, is my time less valuable than his? Right, well, right. The whole world, right? What was actually there in your listening and for you to be responsible enough for your life, your experience of life hmm. to get, okay, this has to get sorted out because I have a loss of freedom hmm. or loss of power in terms of being able to express myself or be in this relationship. We got to get this sorted out. Yeah. And now it's an enormous level of responsibility for life where, hmm. which is why we're partners in this, which is why we do what we do, but yeah. it's, you know, so to take this out to, you know, the level of team or the level of world and certainly the level of this community. You know, one of the things I was thinking about it in terms of this community and this conversation is, um, you know, this is what one would call the integrity of the listening. Like, is there, what else is, what's between you, what's between me and being able to listen to someone else's promise? Yeah. Right. Mm. Is is there something between me and my ability to do that? I was, I was talking about the woman who was late yeah. before we were started recording or after you, you, you brought it up since we started recording. Okay, fine. Yeah. You know, she shows up with a smoothie cup in my listening is she just gave us all the finger. I mean, you know, someone shows up late and they got a Starbucks cup. Yeah. You already, you know, I already know their relationship to whatever we were meeting for is way less meaningful for them right. than it was for me. Yeah. Um, and if I don't say something about it, if I don't get it complete, mm. then and actually uh, address it with them one-on-one so that it, I know what they're planning to do for the future. I can't listen to them. Mm. I can't listen to their promise. And then I get to decide whether or not I'm going to be part of whatever they're doing or if this is just something I need to eat or whatever, I mean, I get to make that call. Um, yeah. Put that and in then, community because you're, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And then in, as far as this community goes, you know, we've got people that are participating in a conversation that goes beyond the ordinary, that goes beyond the normal conversations for GCI units, right? They're cre- we're creating something. Something is being brought into existence. We don't quite know what it is or yeah, people yeah. join us and they don't quite know what it is. And it needs to be a space in which what is created is listened mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. as possible. It needs to be listened as uh, uh, impactful, as mm-hmm. it's going to be needs to be heard. And I, I was just in a weekend with Jeff, uh, who we had on the show recently. And, um, you know, I've been working with him on articulating my calling and we were doing work to articulate the ultimate intent of the business we're in. And 
And, uh, you know, I've been working on articulating my calling as all people, as people experience having agency in their life. And it's been about two years since I started articulating that. And the truth is, it's just now that I'm beginning to get in my own listening Hmm. that I, that's who I am. Because every time else I've said it, or up until now, when I've said it, it's like, yeah, right, whatever. Hmm. Or you say it, and then it's like, yeah, okay, fine. Now, now, but really, hmm. you know, when someone says something to you, and then you go, yeah, yeah, okay, good. But really, what do you mean? Or I know what you mean is even the lower level of that. Um, hmm. And there's got to be a space here where, where, that you and I are creating where people can say something, and we can listen it hmm. as possible. You know, we can really listen it with integrity. And so it takes an enormous amount of responsibility to, and uncomfort, you know, the uncomfort, Chris, the discomfort that you felt in saying something about it. Yeah. You know, it takes that kind of um, commitment to the other. Mm. Yeah. To move beyond our discomfort, our own discomfort, and actually say something to them if what's there for me is something I don't think they're committed to. Mm. I'm obligated to say something about it, despite my being uncomfortable in saying it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the, I think there's, I think there's something about what we're building in that. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, I think I've gotten consciously competent at that part. Um, if I look at my relationships, my relationship, with my wife, if I look at my relationships, with my kids, mm. um, there are other friends that I, I value enough where I'm like this, there's a thing in my space. And I know that if I don't, if I don't say something about it, that it's going to erode the experience of the relationship. Yeah, very good. Because what it will become is less than what it could be. It's going to become putting up with settling for shouldering it because I don't want to put that on that. There's going to be something that's less than what it could be. And I've, and as uncomfortable as it still is for me, I have gotten consciously competent at no, I know now that this is the kind of time and the kind of thing that I have to say it. Otherwise it's going to eat me. It's going to eat at me. Yeah. And I think that thing about eating at you is good because I think people have an enormous, enormous level of tolerance yeah. For unworkability. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's unworkability. There's unworkability in the relationship. There would be, and apparently has been, right, a level of unworkability in our relationship that you, you've been tolerating, right? Uh, not present for me, but for you, right? And that I'm not sensitive enough to pick up on it, right, is my deal. Um but, you know, the it's, so it's one, on one hand, it's getting sensitive to, okay, this is unworkable versus this is just how it is, mm. right? It takes something to get, and that's, I, I think that's an interesting idea too, Chris, because I think people have to generate that to just to be even in this community. Yeah. They have to generate, okay, wait a minute, this thing with GCI and chasing and hustle culture and Lamborghini leaning is I'm bringing it back. I was like, 
I got to drop it in every episode from now on. Lamborghini leading. I did a reel on it yesterday. I was oh, like, yeah, Lamborghini leading. Um, you know, to, someone's got to declare that that is an unworkable future for themselves. Hmm. Yeah. You know, that's what they're saying. They're saying that's a future. It's a possible future. It's the, it's the default future. You know, it's a default comparative future anyway, whether or not you're going to wind up there. It's the future that's you're comparing yourself to by default. Yeah. And someone's got to say, wait a minute, that's unworkable. I want, I don't want, to, I, I want something else. I want to have a different conversation. And so just noticing it as unworkable, noticing it and then declaring it unworkable. Yeah, is something I think that we could articulate, foster, distinguish, allow people to do. And I think there's a lot. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think it's as un- it's not like con- uncomfortable, like you had to confront me uncomfortable. Right. I mean, that's a different level. It's a different kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, But it's uncomfortable because or for me, like the thing about my calling being all people experience agency in their life it's uncomfortable in the way that i think oh they're gonna think i'm silly Mm. and that's uncomfortable Mm. different kind of uncomfort sure like i can't take myself seriously why because i in my own listening of myself Mm. i have this is bullshit it's not gonna go what does that mean right get to work you know in my own listening of myself i have a lack of power with what I'm creating, which is a whole another thing that the community could provide is a clearing or a space. And then just my saying it allows for something, just like you're saying it to me, yeah. allowed for something, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And I think there's a, yeah. Yeah. Well, for, well just what you said earlier was just like, I think there's something in this list this distinction called listening like there's something in this that feels i you didn't say it this way but that feels important that feels like a a, a piece of the ingredient like that and if i think about how the world for the most part operates it is people having a an extreme um how did you say it an extreme ability to to a, a, a very an enormous they have an enormous right. tolerance. Tolerance, yeah. For right. unworkability. Yeah. And so if I think about relationships, marriages, parents, schools, systems, governments, um, if I think about the way it goes, the way it yeah. is, there's a lot of people don't say something because it's scary, just like it was scary to say something to you. And you and I have 20 years of relatedness. You and I have 20 years of, I think, the right. world of you. And so- it's, you know, I'm not afraid that you're going to, you know, cast me out and send me on my way or, or other things that could happen if you were in a job and right. you were feeling like I was going to say something to my boss yeah, and now right. I'm fired. And so what we, so what there's no, there's not a lot of a room or agreement for putting the thing in the space that you, that's in the listening for it. It's not a very safe space in the world to say and to practice. I mean, maybe that's the other piece of it is the practicing of like, like I said, I've gotten consciously competent at it because I've done it enough times, but dude, I spent a lot of time being the nice guy and I see a lot of shit. Like I'm very perceptive 
at a lot of things. I take it all in because that's my survival mechanism. Like, how do I survive? Because I read the I read the room and I figure out how to stay alive. That's my survival mechanism. I've gotten really good at that, but it took me forever to start to feel safe enough to say something to those closest to me so that I could affect the relationship and cha- and do something about it. So, so yeah, I agree with you. There's something in this part of having a community and practicing this way of being with each other that, that makes something new available in the world. Yeah, that's good. And it's a good, and it's, and I, the community provides a um, place to practice and whether you're call, I don't know that we're, you know, the particular thing that we're out to develop, I think, Chris, is, um, you know, calling out the unworkability of the default Mm. conversation, you know, the inherent bankruptcy of the current default conversation in real estate is, you know, it's just boring. It's, you know, it's unfulfilling. It's unlikely to leave you at the, at your deathbed, like, Oh, good. Look at that. Got to a hundred units, you know, I mean, (laughs) You know, but that's really, (laughs) that's, that's the default, right? Right. Right. And someone's got to say that's unworkable. And that makes, you know, it's like the, what is it? The tall poppies get cut, you know, like, you know, it has you stand out. You're now no longer, Mm -hmm. you know, just one of the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What, what does hoi polloi mean? I like the way it sounds. I don't don't know. I don't know. I got to look it up. I like it. Hoi polloi. Because I've heard it used before. I just Wait. don't know. Uh, do you know, even know how to spell it? Hoi. I know, but I'm going H-O-I. Hoi polloi. I'll find out. Hoi. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh, you got it that fast? That's pretty That's pretty impressive. Your research. Masses. The common people. There it is. It's the masses. The hoi okay. polloi. H-O-I-P-O-L-L-O-I. So two words. Hoi. H-O-I. Poloi, P-O-L-L-O-I. The masses, the common people. Yeah. Right. And so this is really, you know, I'm gonna step above the hoi poloi of real estate. <laughs> um <laughs> the hoi poloi. You get extra credit. Uh I get extra credit. You get extra credit get, for using that word today in context. It's good. Uh, that's very good. Um and uh yeah, you know, I mean, but I think and then there's that thing about it, you know, it's in the listening of others, right? Have we and then it's, yeah, it's it's interesting because the the one of the conflicts for you this morning. I mean, you shared this with me earlier, but I think it's interesting because it points to this. Is I've curated in your listening over the last twenty years that I'm the person that has those conversations with you. That this is you know that that's that. It's I've curated in your listening that how I was operating with you was really inconsistent with what I've curated in your listening over time. Right. Right. That you're the one over time and that has been the stand for yeah. showing up and making things workable and yeah, just in our in our you know, in in that but that's a curated I'm using your word, curated, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, listening mm-hmm. that was intentional, you know. I enormous amount of work to keep that in your listening right and then you know it's interesting because it just took you know being casual about it for i don't know a month 
you know, a couple of times, not a lot, not you know, lot. certainly not 20 years. Um, it doesn't, t- my point is it doesn't take as long to destroy as it does to curate, right? Yeah, or it, yeah. it's, it's easy to put in the listening, you know, uh, it, you know, it's the same thing about reputation, you know, it takes a lifetime to build and an instant to ruin. It is, it's literally that phenomena, you know, it takes okay. a lifetime to build credibility and a moment to lose it. And there is no, there is no alternative to that. There is no yeah, yeah. other, there's no back, there's no back channel to that. Um. You know, it's, I think what one of the things that we get to build here is a community where we can curate that listening and make it for, you know, to make it what? Uh, build a foundation for each individual participating and being able to create a sense of, hmm. oh, yeah, this is this is possible. This is, there is something worthwhile going on beyond. Mm-hmm. you know the the standard conversation there really is and so there's this you know when you get into a community of like-minded people yeah that are in having the same that conversation you can get uh, it alters how you listen to yourself mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> yeah i had some really important thing to add mm-hmm. to that and i forgot mm-hmm. okay well <laughs> i really appreciate that that that's a good point <laughs> Now we can edit it in later and you can yeah. stick right. the point right in the middle of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do think that there, oh, it, it, here it is. It was, it was just going back to Margaret Mead's quote, you know, that mm-hmm. there's something, you know, um, never underestimate a small group of people to change the world. And indeed the ceiling that ever has, I think <clears throat> probably embedded in that somewhere is that small group of people learning how to listen <clears throat> the opportunity, listen, the change into existence and mm-hmm. it's not mentioned in that quote but there's something or or you think about uh, um any great change where groups of people had to work together to make it happen and there is some level of listening for that as a possibility and deal and then on the other side dealing with the things that get in the way of showing up in 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 a way that works like no Hey, we all said we were going to go this way with our country or this way with our school system or this way with whatever. And you're, you seem checked out. Like, to, you know, the, I think that's the, if I, I said I was consciously competent just in that I, I, I wouldn't say I'm articulate with it. I just have, I just know to say something. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, here's a thing. Well, I don't, so I don't know that there's, well, I mean, I guess people rise above it of that level. But I think like, I also, it's probably like anything else, frankly, that you don't rise above that level till you engage in that level often enough that you naturally get better at it. And there is no, you know, there is no handling it first. You know, there's, it's funny. My team is, you know, a lot of my, new agents on my team they're handling script practice and going to script practice and it's obviously a critical function of life is to get you know practice those scripts yeah right to do it but what but until they get on the phone hmm. and get the objection you know yeah. everyone every new agent wants to know how how to handle every objection 
before they get on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens if they say this? I don't know. You got to get them to say it and then you can answer it, but you can't. And and you, that's why you have to debrief. The important part of script practice isn't, I mean, it's for sure practice, but then you're actively debriefing. This is how this conversation went. What else could I have said? And we can't train you on everything there is to say until you're on the phone, right? And then we can train you on how, what you could have said on that one, which then gives you the muscle memory for the next one. Yeah, but yeah. there's so much failure involved in that. There's so much missed opportunity failure <laughs> that people begin to get, you know, discouraged yeah. in that. But that's, that's how you play baseball. That's how you do anything is you fail at it until you stop failing at it. I don't. Uh, uh, it's really I mean, I, that's super powerful for me, only especially because if I think about. The repetition it requires to be fluid in a conversation where an objection pops up and to be to stay calm to be in it to be level-headed to hear it with empathy what they're saying but then to also have a there's a whole thing and and the the more reps you have at it just like baseball the better you get at being in the moment with it but when you look at uh the listening that's curated or the listening that's broken or the you know the when you look at the interpersonal way we are we don't get a lot of reps at saying when something's unworkable i mean there i I would imagine there are a handful of people who are just really good at that maybe they're wired that way or they just like you know there's they just go about their relationships i don't think there is chris i think that's a mistake i think that's like thinking patrick mahomes is just really good at football or Tiger Woods is really good at golf. And I think it completely uh, insults the amount of work that those people did to get that good. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah. you know, the people that are there, you know, I mean, this is uh Duckworth, right? Angela Duckworth is look, grit will trump talent every time. Yeah. But every time. Yeah. It's the yeah, grit yeah. that it takes. It's the, listen, I mean, you know, and you, we can keep going back to you know the conversation you and I had this morning about my being late. It, you know, that was, you know, you were just just let it all out, right? You just, I mean, you know, you were, frankly, you were great with me about it, given you know my assholeness about being late. But, um, you know, the awkward incomplete it, mm. uh, you weren't but it could be incoherent you know just let me get this out on the table and we'll sort through which parts of this i mean and which parts of this i don't yeah um mm. is required that way you know you know uh, it doesn't buy you how to do it next time but it gives you the muscle memory of this is what happened last time and i didn't die Right. You know, and I think that's a huge piece of everything. And when we're talking about this community and people living in having their business and their business existing inside of some larger conversation, mm-hmm. it's going to take mm-hmm. a, a certain amount. I don't know if a lot is the right adjective, but it'll take a certain amount of being awkward until you're not about creating that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to sort of um, if we want to wrap, wind down, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, connecting this to the community of, you know, the community, this repurposed community is built for agents who want to use their business as a lever for making an impact. Like, 
you know, that, that, but to do that would be you listening to yourself or listening yourself differently than maybe you have, because it's something new you're creating and that there is a, a community of others saying they want to do the same thing gives you the permission gives you the space to be like this is what we do here like what we do is listen each other into the leaders we need to be it's great pull it off yeah i mean when you know and that is one great thing you and i have provided for each other and really why we came together in this because that's good who you listen me as Mm -hmm. is bigger than i listen myself and who i listen you as is bigger than you listen yourself if not all the time then certainly enough time that we are, you know, it's um, enlivening to be with each other. And I think that's one thing the community provides is a Mm. commitment not to listen nicely. Mm. You know, that's a smaller, that's a dumbing down conversation where we, Mm. you know, it's got to be a challenging, it's got to be a poking, it's got to be a, Mm. I don't, you know, I mean, if you're in a room where everyone agrees with you, you're in the wrong fucking room. I mean, (laughs) what, or you're out to beer with friends. I mean, it's not right it's not a room for growth if you're in the room where everyone, where you agree, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. It's good. So, yeah. so I don't know. I think that's a, I, I think this thing about listening is, is rich and um, there's probably a lot of um, pillars or a lot of material that we could use as prompts. That's yep. what we're looking for inside hmm. listening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good. Well, this is uh, this was rich. This was really good. I I appreciate the <laughs> the coincidence of of our. our I was start. late on purpose just to get drive that up. I <laughs> I te- I've been that. testing you for months, Chris. I've been <laughs> waiting for you to say something about it. <laughs> there you go. That's what it was happening. Good so. way to seed that in there. That's nice. Well yeah, it's good. Well yeah, it took me well months to get that done. Yeah, <laughs> you see you how know, I can I- be on time. All right, fine. Oh my God. You see how long I can hold it and just, I know. Under just it. Jenny asked me to see it, to call me, asked me to <laughs> test you on it. Oh, that's great. Well, if you're listening to this and you are like, yeah, this, I mean, these guys are kooky, but real. Um, and you want to be a part of a community that is uh, listening for uh, the bigger version of you right. and right. holds the vision you have as possible. Then you can go to repurpose.group forward slash invite, not .com, but repurpose.group forward slash invite. And you'll see uh, Aaron and I there on the screen um, kind of walking you through what the community is and an application. So uh, hit us up there. And uh, Aaron, until next time, um, we'll see you next. We'll see you next time on time. Next year. <laughs> next year, 2023. That's right. Yep. Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. All right, brother.